Hey guys, welcome, welcome. This is the Plan Your Company podcast. We're going to be talking about personal journey, professional growth, and business success, and finding our purpose and voice as entrepreneurs. We want to uncover real issues that hold us back and ways to push forward despite them. We will challenge each other to become the best version of ourselves, both personally and professionally, as we all evolve to grow and even test our own human potential. Join me, Sandra Noemi Torres, as we uncover real solutions that will help us cross into thriving and succeeding individuals and business owners. Experience breakthroughs, lessons learned, and support as we grow our influence and maximize our impact. So it's really interesting for me to have shifted in the last eight, 10 years to being in spaces that are occupied almost entirely by women and to really see that we can trust each other, that when we have the communities that we can, we are unstoppable. There's a lot of women opening up businesses and entrepreneurship, and we want to know what it takes. And we also want to know, you know, how to handle all of these things. So I want to go ahead and introduce Michelle White-Talbert. I will give you a quick synopsis of who she is, but there is nothing better than her coming, words coming out of her own mouth to tell you. Uh, But Michelle White-Talbert is a recovering attorney. Hmm. Uh, has helped hundreds of women really improve their businesses through podcasts, through workshops. Her connections and vast business network have created massive opportunities ranging from an invitation to the Obama White House to speaking on stages across the country. Michelle has been featured in Forbes, USA Today, and the Huffington Post, and has been a contributing writer to Black Enterprise. Her passion is curating online and offline events through her, her Power Moves brands for women to connect, collaborate, and create cash flow unapologetically. She loves to build and belong to tribes. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for letting me into your tribe. I appreciate it. I love you. I love you. And I will tell you guys later how you, Michelle and I got together. But I want you to know from you, like, give us a quick synopsis of your identity, who you are, what you're up to. God, well, I'm a New Yorker, and we always have to let people know that, right? For real. I'm originally from Queens. <laughs> and what's interesting is that I grew up, and most of my young adulthood, I did not trust women. Wow. And it was crazy. I was always that guy's girl, and all my friends are guys, and I don't even want to work with women. And so it's really interesting for me to have shifted in the last eight, ten years to being in spaces that are occupied almost entirely by women and to really see that we can trust each other that when we have the communities that we can we are unstoppable and so i love that you're doing this i'm so excited to be here and be part of you know your new movement i love you i love you i mean i want to hear i want everyone to hear and benefit from your ness because you have impacted so many women i observe it i see it i feel it i'm a recipient of it and uh, and it should be shared. People should more people should know about what you're doing because it is something that I think everybody needs to get involved in this in this ness. 
Thank this you. is next. The her, the her power space the of her it all. Power space. Yes. yes, definitely. Well, what happened was that um, I started. I, I self-published a book back in 2011. Okay. And we hit uh, social media super hard to try to figure it out. Basically, Twitter, trying to figure out exactly how can I navigate this space. And I came up with an idea for technology to help dating. Um, online dating specifically. We won't talk about that part of life, right? <laughs> but what happened was because I was showing up, show. right, totally different <laughs> show. Um, because I was showing up at so many events and sharing on social media, women reached out to me and said, you know, I don't understand how do you build a business? How do I create my own piece of tech? How do I find communities that can help me get the resources and the tools that I need to move forward? And I realized that one, there really weren't a lot of communities that were focused on us specifically. And Two, mm, I had access, I could share that access. Because I really am a strong proponent of we take up space. So when I moved here to South Florida in 2015, I found a lot of us were in spaces that were very far from home, and we're based in Broward. And I'm like, why do we keep leaving Broward to get information? And so we launched Her Power Moves in 2018, which was this online and offline community where women could come together and build up each other's businesses and share resources. And we went all around the county. We now have three chapters in day. We're trying to come to Palm Beach <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jacksonville. And so now we also have, as of January of 2020, we have Her Power Space, which is our brick and mortar co-working space to come together and for the community as a whole to come together and get the resources they need while we continue to have Her Power Moves grow. I love that. Thank I love that. You. And it, that's such an inspiration for women that are trying to do something or trying to aspire to do something. You know, what did it take? Like, what was your initial thing to to open up her power space? Like, what led to that? Well, what's interesting is I had the idea for it back five years ago. And I think a lot of your viewers will probably resonate with, I have an idea. I don't know what to do next. I don't know whether or not I can actually, you know, pull it all together myself. And so it kind of sits dormant. And that's what happened. I had some ideas. I jotted them down. Looking back through my journals now, it's crazy the things that were sort of in my wish list that I hadn't looked at in years and actually made it into the space. So there's power in writing things down. I yes. know you know that. <laughs> um, and teach that. Um, and so what it just became apparent that we needed a home. We were very nomadic. And because we were traveling around the county, it was very difficult to get the traction we needed for women to feel like, where are you going to be next month? Where is it going to be next month? And just the difficulties with having a home. And I really wanted to build a space where we could all come together and really have roots that we could put down. And that's what her power space is. I love it. I love it. I attended your grand opening, and that's yes, exactly did. what I felt. You know, it was just like a family of, you know, in a space of just love and good vibes, you know? Thank you. Thank you. So what was the first thing you did? Because I know you've been doing her power moves, the event. So what was yeah. the first thing you did when you said, oh, I need to open up a brick and mortar? I need to have a space. I went to coffee with someone. <laughs> That's usually Another woman, amazing. She's a very, very amazing woman, Julia Aquino. And she and I sat down, and on my way to go visit her, uh, when we went to have coffee, and it was our first time sitting down, we had been like sort of trying and threatening each other with a good time of having coffee for like a year. And finally, we said, no, we're going to do it this Sunday. 
And we sat down, and on my way, actually on my way there, something in my mind said, she's going to give me an opportunity for real estate. There's something about this conversation that's going to lead to real estate. So I know that's a little woo-woo for some people, but it was just an inkling that I had. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, she was like one of the first people that I shared publicly with, I really want to build a space for us. And she was like, you're never going to believe this. And because she was able to share with me opportunity to start looking at spaces, I realized what was possible. So where I thought it would be too expensive, I thought that there would be some issue with that would be a hurdle that would be insurmountable. Mm -hmm. Just having that conversation with her really opened up the floodgate. So the first thing I would say is have a conversation with someone who's trusted, someone who has knowledge and information, and also do your research. Because after that conversation, I then hit Google and, and the websites and to say, oh my gosh, I really can afford a space, you know? Because I just, in my mind, I never thought, why don't you do the research and find out how much it costs per square foot? Exactly. And it just didn't, and it was just a silly hurdle. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's funny, we have these ideas, and sometimes it's just Googling some, some <laughs> right. information that you're like, okay, right. wow, this right. is, you're, you're putting action into in exactly. emotion, in essence. Exactly. So what was the, uh, what did you feel was really the hardest challenge with yeah. doing that? I think really after you get through the mindset piece, yep. um, just really making sure that I got the word out that we exist yep. and articulating our value, mm. right? Because there's yeah. two things. One is that there are loads of co-working spaces and podcast studios and, and, and places for people to host their events in Broward County, but there are none like her power space. And not only because we are out West geographically, but also because we put the effort in to make sure that you have the resources that you need in addition to the brick and mortar. So you get the tools, you get the workshops, you get the access to people who can help you level up in your business. And so it's really important to get that information into people's hands so that they understand, oh, no, this is not just a co-working space. Yeah. This is a community that does commerce. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So we're... Just so, because we have viewers that don't know where it is. Right. Where is it located sure. and what exactly can be done in yeah, that space? Absolutely. Thank you for that. We are in Sunrise, Florida, which if you are familiar with Broward County at all, we're on University and 44th. So the address is 4300 North University, um, suite F as in Frank, 100. And we have loads of free parking. Like, that's a big deal. <laughs> it's really a big deal. It is. It is in Florida. <laughs> it is. We have loads of free parking. And um, what I love about it is we have a fountain and a courtyard. And it's a really great environment inside and out. I really yes. appreciate that. I yeah. love it. I love it. And people do events there. You can do workshops. There. Absolutely. So if you're looking to host an event, uh, if you have something that's going on and you need space, like this is such a great space in Sunrise, Florida. Yeah. It's central. It's easy to get to. Yeah. And uh, and it's got some good energy. Thank you. And we have the podcast studio. Like I'm a creative yes, too. Yes. I love you that. And we have the there. green screen. So, so you could that. Yeah. So yeah. what I love is each space is actually named after a prominent African American woman in history. I love it. So the largest space is Biddy Mason. Then we have the uh, Tyra Banks content creation 
creation studio because that woman is a badass when it comes to I hope I can say ass. Yeah. Um, when so I say it twice. So when it comes to um, when it comes to content creation and production and audio visuals, so we had to honor Tyra. And then also you can meet with clients in a private office, and everything is available hourly. Right? It's super important that I didn't lock people in if they didn't want to be into a membership because we cater to side hustlers and solopreneurs. So we stay open to like 10, 11 o'clock at night. People come in at 7 p.m. after they get off their day job, right? Because wow. you know, nine to five feeds the family, five to 10 feeds the soul. Um, so yeah, so there, there are a lot of us out here who don't have access to resources and we're trying to build outside of our day job and our daily activities. And so our goal is to be that place where you can come get the resources at the time that's convenient for you. That is yeah. so powerful. I, I love, think. I love, I love that. Yeah. So we want to talk about some real stuff. Michelle is all about real. I really okay? am. And I love this because we often, when we talk about entrepreneurship, when we talk about women in business, we talk about this beautiful, like, okay, aspirational level, but we don't talk about the nitty gritty. We don't talk about the, the obstacles and the challenges that we have to face often. And that's important to really yeah. put out in the open so that we can all feel really connected and really inspired to, to do these things. So I wanted to ask you several of those questions. Okay, I'm okay? ready. You know well, I tell the real. I know, I know. So have you, did you ever feel self-doubt? <laughs> Did I? Do I? Right? <laughs> like every day I woke, I wake up, I'm like, I am the worst entrepreneur on the face of the planet. And I was so excited because recently the woman who created Poo Pari, uh, yeah, that's worth like double digit millions of dollars comp or triple digit millions of dollars company now. I think it's like 200 or 300 million dollar wow. valuation. Mm -hmm. And she was on a Marie Forleo show and they were both like, I feel like the worst entrepreneur on the planet. There were mistakes that I made along the way, times when I doubt myself constantly. And I was like, Okay. It's not just you. Right. <laughs> and not only is it not just me, it never goes away. So whether you are in the triple digits, as in you make a couple hundred dollars in your business, or you're in the triple millions and beyond, there's always going to be that self-doubt. I think it's really not about the self-doubt. It's what you do when you feel it. I love that. So what do you do when you I keep it? moving forward and I reach out to my tribe and I find a way to move past it, whether that's by knowledge and information, which really is what helps to qualm often mm -hmm. because it's, it's again, that amorphous like, oh, I'm not going to be able to afford that or I'm not doing the right thing. And then you say, well, wait, let me take a step back. What's the actual best thing that could happen out of this, right? And then let me get the information, whether it's Google or wherever, from other people that can help me fill in the blanks and the gaps. And with knowledge, you kind of go, okay, now I can at least navigate the terrain. It may be difficult, there may be challenges, but at least I can 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 understand what's coming up, up ahead, yeah. you know? I think that's what scares most people, the, many people the most, is really not the unknown, right? Yeah. It's like we fear, okay, what could go wrong? Right. As opposed to thinking, what could go right? Exactly. What could go right? You know, and, and we have to change that. We have to constantly focus on what could go right. Exactly. You know, because there's so many things that could go right. And that's what keeps me moving forward, right? Because uh, if you have a goal, if the best case scenario is I can win, why would I stop? I want to win. Exactly. Exactly. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that positive energy. 
So uh, on positive energy, because not many people have that positive love, drive, <laughs> support, you know. What do you do when you have negative around oh, you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? Or when people don't support you? Yeah, absolutely. And it's real. And there are people don't think I'm competitive. Let's stop there for a <laughs> second. Be clear. I am extremely competitive. It's We all win is our motto, but if it's between you and me, I win. That's it. And I don't apologize for that. That's okay. Yes. Right? I can still love you and still want to get that spot. If there's only one spot, then it's mine. Okay. But we try to create environments where we have more than one slot available. Mm -hmm. But that being said, everyone isn't there. And we're not for everyone. And I don't want to be everywhere. Right? Because to me, it's really important that our tribe is comprised of people and we are woman forward, but men welcoming. So just to be clear, we have men. Men actually made up the uh, bulk of the percentage of my income the very first month we opened, believe That's it or awesome. not, men clients. Yes. But what I, what I really want to focus on in terms of the negativity yes. is that I create and hope to create an environment where people can feel safe. And you can't feel safe if there's negative energy there. So in terms of dealing with negativity, that's where New York Michelle comes out. I just don't tolerate it. Yeah. And, and that's the bottom line. I stand up. I'm probably right. better advocate for our tribe than I am for myself sometimes. I love it. Me if, too. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> if I hear that someone has done something or taken advantage in a bad way to someone in our tribe, I go ballistic. Mm -hmm. And I please, you know, create an environment where I say, please let me know. Yeah. Because it's very important. I can't put my stamp of approval on someone who I don't trust. Sure. And if you harm someone in my community, I don't trust you. Yeah. Right? Or I see that you do something untoward towards someone in my community, we have a problem. Yeah. So for me, it happens. People, you know, infiltrate, um, but then they are gone very fast. But what really happens is that people self-select out. They get uncomfortable because they're like, oh, I don't fit here. Like, this is too friendly for me. Right? right. I'm like, vaya con Dios. <laughs> right? yeah. It's okay. Right? Right? That's so funny that you say that because, you know, I always think in, you know, in the, in the groups that, uh, you know, that I part with United Latinas, I always say the same thing. You know, everyone is welcome. You know, I think the bad energy will, will filter it itself does. out. It if really you does. have exuberantly positive energy and you want to surround yourself with a positive atmosphere, Trust me, the non-positive people will will walk right. out themselves. Right. You, know, you don't have to do anything. Right, it's so true. It's so overpowering. You know, this positive love energy will always disseminate anybody that's trying to come there with bad intentions. And 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 positivity doesn't mean that it's like Care Bear stare all the time either, right? right? Yeah. We struggle in our businesses. And we struggle with tough issues and how am I going to pay the rent this month or how do I reach more people? Like we get deep and we even like get, con you know, contentious sometimes. But because we have that underpinning of love and spirit of want to ensure that everyone really wins, yeah. that it really is OK. It's still a safe place even to disagree. So yeah. positivity doesn't mean, oh, I love you and everything's so wonderful. No, it means like this stuff is hard. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. you got to talk real talk. Yeah. Sometimes, and sometimes it's hard to hard conversation yeah. on what's not working and yeah. how do we fix stuff yes. and, and maintaining healthy relationships. But healthy relationships aren't always positive and goody and, exactly. and love. And, you know, sometimes it's let's figure out sometimes what work needs to be done within ourselves, you know, within yes. ourselves, within each other. Yeah. You know, how do we come to elevate ourselves? We push each other further when we challenge ourselves exactly. with, with some of these things. So exactly. I love it. 
I told you I did not trust women, right? Like, yeah. It took work. Yeah. No, I was also like, I was, the you know, guys men girl. Were like, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If you were a guys girl, comment below. Yes. Comment below, All the guys video. girls. You know, it, it's funny because I grew up like, well, you know, in, in my 20s, I was thinking, man, I think everybody's going to, like, I have so much more guy yes. friends than I do women yeah. friends. Why is that? Why right. is that? Why right. isn't there an immediate support within, um, amongst women well, initially? I think we're socialized that women don't get along i've seen so many memes that women don't get along women don't like each other mean girls movies things of that nature and they start pitting us against each other probably around junior high school middle school right, right? so that kind of continues because you get cast as oh the pretty girl or the this or the that and and we get sort of segmented yeah. right and it takes a lot of time to get past that we do harm each other i mean People hurt each other, period, regardless of gender. But when it's a woman, we're like, ah, that woman hurt me. All women hate, you know, yeah. all hurt me. And so coming past that and really doing the work internally to say, well, what's my part in this? Yes. And then also, again, repelling the negative energy as you try to grow and develop out of that. But the more that you see success, I would say success begets success. Yes. So having successful friendships and relationships begets more successful relationships and your network expands. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I always talk about like the sum of your five, you know, making sure yes. that you have a circle around you that is kind of on the same page yes. of elevation. You know, if you have people around you that are dragging you down or trying to remind you of who you used to be when you were 12, yes. you know, don't, those aren't the people that you necessarily need to be around no. you, even though they've been friendships for 20 right. plus years. Right. You know, you have to have a circle around you that is uh, empowering, you know, and, and motivating you. So um, what advice would you give women who face some challenges? in starting a business? Well, I would say definitely do the homework, which we've definitely discussed. Like mm -hmm. Google is your friend. But also finding people in your circle, and if they're not in your circle, ask to be introduced to them. Do research online. If you can find people who have been where you want to be, mm -hmm. or at least are moving in that direction, even if it's through books, Books, audio books, interacting interpersonally, because sometimes depending on where you live, you're like, oh, I don't have meetups. I don't have things near me. I'm in a rural place or something like that. Then use books and information to really get the, the questions answered that you have. Because trust me, they've been answered. They've been asked. There, there are no new questions under the sun. Right. So really find either people you can connect directly with connect with indirectly or connect with through virtual means like books and audiobooks and podcasts and things like that. I love it. I yeah. love it. Now I'm going to ask you, a, a, I know we're kind of getting close to time, but yeah. what are, what do you feel are some of the challenges that minority women in general have against or, you know, in the process of starting a business? Sure. Well, I think it's twofold. The biggest thing that we always talk about is access to capital, Yes. right? Exactly. Because having an infusion of cash flow is really important, especially in the early period of launching your business. There are so many expenses that you can't even anticipate, no matter how much research you do. Yes. So access to capital is a really big deal. We have such a lower percentage of capital access for tech companies or any other types of companies than white women do. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's one thing. The other piece is a lot of us, we are the first generation in our lineage to do this journey. Correct. We didn't have conversations around the coffee table and the dinner table about, oh, my business, you know, did this this yes. year. And here's a P&L sheet, little Johnny. You know, that's just <laughs> not our reality. So we are literally building brick by brick yes. from the foundation up. 
Yeah. Right. And then we also have on top of that a sense of community that I think is different from other races uh, from my experience. And so we also have that. Let's bring everybody else with us. Yeah. And sometimes we're not ready yet, but we still feel that sense of obligation to our community. Sure. And that's internal and can be detrimental. So we have external factors and internal factors that I believe are unique to us as women of color. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You pinpointed on that exactly, and I'm, I always talk about that. It's that internal baggage yeah, in that sense. Sure. So what would be one piece of advice, or maybe there's more than one, um, that you would give to a woman listening right now uh, that's looking to start her business or do something outside of the box? Do the research on who's already doing what you want to do, mm -hmm. and then do it anyway, but do it informed and do it differently. Mm -hmm. Right. I just released a blog post yesterday uh, talking about add your secret sauce. Do not let market saturation or the fact that someone else is executing on your idea keep you from your idea being yes. executed. Yes. So find out who else is doing it so you have the information and then add your secret sauce to it and then launch, baby. Lean, though. Don't put too much money into it until you know you have a viable idea. Yes. Yeah. You heard that. That was a right. little bit of a twofold. Yes. <laughs> Lean, but don't put too much money into yeah. it until you know it's yes. a viable idea. Yes. I love that. I love that. I love having you on. Yes. Thank you so much hour. for having me. Like it, it could go on. Um, I wanted to give you guys a quick quote from a book. Um, it kind of like marries uh, this, you know, it, and it's, she went out on a limb, had it break off behind her, and discovered she could fly. Wow, I love that. That's you. Thank you. That's you know, and I think that's that's the heart of, and soul of women entrepreneurs and women business owners. Yeah. They want to take a risk. You want to take a risk, and you don't know you know, if it's going to work out, that is a risk, you know, and we have to take those opportunities and know confidently that we could fly because we do have that ability. We do have that power and we need to know that within ourselves. Yeah. So I love that. I love that so much. Thank you so much for being on. I want everyone to know how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We are Her Power Space on Facebook. I'm Michelle Whites-Albert, and we are herpower.space is our website. So you can get all the information about upcoming events and connect with us, our address, hours of operation, make bookings, and connect with us directly. Her Power Space everywhere. Herpower.space online. I love it. And what's your next event that you got coming up? Yeah, we have our next event coming up we have a collaboration with Fiverr and so super excited we are bringing in the top 15 invaluable business laws to cover your backside in business with attorney Antoine Dumas and that's on the 19th of March you see me like oh my god so I many dates it. in my I head love don't ask me dates I love it I love it thank you so much guys thank it you. was so awesome this having so you great.